Hello, this is Danielle Collins, and today we'll be mapping face yoga on the 15-minute matrix. Welcome to the 15-Minute Matrix. I'm Andrea Nakayama, functional medicine nutritionist and your host. This is the podcast that brings you bite-sized insights and lessons on the clinical relevance of the functional nutrition matrix, the most important tool in functional medicine and functional nutrition. The matrix is so important not only because it invites us to stop and assess, but also because it reminds us of three very important factors in our care, our recommendations, and our outcomes. Everything is connected, we are all unique, and all things matter. Be sure to head over to this episode's show notes at 15minutematrix.com if you'd like to see today's topic mapped on a downloadable matrix to remind you of these critical aspects of care. Today on the 15-Minute Matrix, I'll be speaking with Danielle Collins. Danielle Collins is the world-leading face yoga expert, best-selling author, and a regular on TV and in the media. With over 17 years' experience, Danielle has helped millions of people look and feel the best version of themselves using natural techniques to lift the face and boost well-being. Danielle has recently launched a second business called Soul Purpose Business. Danielle feels very passionate about self-care, face yoga, soulful business, and how that impacts overall health. Hello, Danielle. Welcome to the 15-Minute Matrix. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I was thrilled to stumble upon your work and your website, and I'm excited to speak with you about face yoga. Can you just start us out by talking about what face yoga is? Sure. Yeah. So the Daniel Collins face yoga method, which is what I've been teaching for the last 17 years, has five main aspects to it. So facial exercise, we're looking at strengthening and toning certain muscles in the face. Facial massage, so we're looking at doing lymphatic drainage, we're helping to lift muscle through the massage and also relax some tension that we hold in the face through the facial massage. Third area is the acupressure. So this is very much rooted in traditional Eastern medicines. It's about applying pressure to certain points in the face very good for the skin, but also has lots of deeper wellness benefits as well. The fourth area is relaxation. So this is about letting go of stress and tension in certain muscles. This is about learning to consciously relax certain muscles. And then the fifth area, which is probably my favorite area of the Daniel Collins face yoga method is well-being. So my method is very much a holistic approach. So yes, I teach the facial exercise and the facial massage and all of those lovely hands-on techniques. But really, it's about how we can look after ourselves from the inside out and the impact this can have on our skin and on our mind and body and life too. Mm, There's so much you just said that I want to dive into. One question I had for you, Danielle, was about the ancient traditions of face yoga in general. And you, you mentioned the Eastern history of the acupressure. Can you speak a little bit more about the history of face yoga leading to your methodology? 
Of course. So my method is really a fusion of the newer modern techniques and science and that traditional. So I very much draw on yoga. I come from a yoga background. I started as a yoga teacher. So there are techniques within face yoga that have been used in traditional yoga for many thousands of years. But I also draw on the sister science of yoga, which is Ayurveda, and have drawn certain techniques from that wonderful tradition. Also from traditional Chinese medicine as well, and shiatsu. So all of these amazing therapies have been used for many, many thousands of years. And many thousands of years ago, people didn't have the options we have now when it comes to skincare. So whether it be going down a more invasive route, whether it be using creams and lotions and potions, whether it be going for treatments, none of that was around. So actually, people had to use a much more holistic, a much more natural approach. But also it was used in these traditions primarily to actually help the well-being and to help the face. There's a wonderful aspect of traditional Chinese medicine, which is called face mapping. And actually practitioners in traditional Chinese medicine used to look at people's faces and actually start to understand what was happening in their body. Because, of course, they didn't have scans, they didn't have blood tests, they didn't have x-rays. So they would look, for example, between the eyebrow area, if someone had a lot of inflammation, in that area, if someone had spots or lines in that area, they perhaps would then say that is down to the liver and perhaps there's some stagnation in the liver area. So it's actually very interesting how it was used, but how you can now combine that with what we do know and the more traditional, the traditional with the more modern scientific. I just love this. I really like thinking about how these things connect to each other and connect to overall well-being and, of course, the full body systems, as I like to say. You were talking about the skin, and there's certainly an aesthetic benefit of face yoga. I'm wondering if you can speak about any of the results that you've seen aesthetically before we get more into the inflammation and other connections, like you mentioned, with the liver. So what are the benefits when we do face yoga to our skin and our appearance? There's many benefits and I've been lucky to work with and reach millions of people around the world over the last 17 years with what I do. And I'm also lucky enough to be sent lots of wonderful testimonials and before and after pictures. And I have seen some great results. So it really does vary from person to person in terms of how quickly they get results. So some people may do, say, 10 minutes or 20 minutes of face yoga every day. And within a week, they really start to notice a difference in their skin. Usually that they've got better circulation, maybe they're draining the lymph more effectively, they're starting to see a temporary lift in the muscles. But then after doing it more regularly for a number of weeks and then a number of months, people start to see longer term effects. They're starting to tone up the muscles, the skin attaches tightened and tautened and firmed. They're starting to relax tension, they're starting to understand more about repetitive expressions. And if you look at something like Botox, for example, this is actually correcting if we talk about let's say the forehead area this is actually correcting those repetitive expressions that we can do on a day-to-day basis however with face yoga we're doing that naturally so we're actually learning to consciously relax that forehead muscle we're letting go of that tension we're expressing more with our eyes we're softening it and by doing that we're not only having short-term benefits but long-term as well. So I've seen some wonderful photos, people's necks toned up, jawline more sculpted, 
lifted cheeks, less puffiness and dark circles around the eyes. That's always a really big one because I always work with the lymphatic drainage around that area, a much more relaxed forehead area. But also it's nice to see the wellness benefits people are getting. So people have said that they are sleeping better, less stress, less headaches, less tension in the jaw area, many things like that, which to me is even better in many ways than reducing lines and wrinkles because yes we all want to do that on our skin but if we can also work at a deeper wellness level and actually benefit our health while we're doing that then to me that's amazing yeah it's so amazing what actually inspires us to move forward with something and then to see the added benefits that we receive and you're talking about lymphatic drainage when we're working with the face yoga and we're working the lymph that's closer to the facial muscles are we also activating the lymph throughout the entire physiological system exactly that we are so with many of my techniques we're working with a lot of the lymph nodes around the neck area around the collarbone area behind the ear area but we're also working around the eye and temple area as well so i use very gentle touch with my facial lymphatic drainage we do sometimes do a deeper massage but that's more working on areas of the face that need to be lifted and sculpted and we want a really good circulation boost so it's really a combination of that very light touch to help drain the lymph which of course is helping the face but like you say it's going to have benefits on the whole body as well but also we're working with that lifting massage and something which I encourage in every face yoga session so whether someone's doing one minute or whether they're doing 20 minutes is deep breathing to me this is such a key thing to do for everything for our mind for our body and of course when we're talking about the lymphatic system including that deep breathing it's so beneficial for our lymphatic system and when we think about the lymphatic system we're of course also impacting inflammation i know the face can show a lot of inflammation you know my passion is working with people who have chronic health conditions and autoimmunity. And I know in myself, and I have Hashimoto's, which I want to ask you about as well in relation to the neck, but with that Hashimoto's, I can get inflamed in my face, particularly around my eyes when I eat certain foods. And I'm assuming, but I'd love you to speak into the connections between the facial yoga and that lymphatic drainage and the inflammation that appears in our face. Absolutely. So as you know, the lymphatic system is the body's natural garbage removal system. And unlike the circulation system, we don't have that pump. We don't have a heart, which gives us that help. So actually, we're quite responsible for giving it that helping hand to help with that garbage removal. And by using very gentle massage, particularly around the face area, we really can help drain that lymph. Now, I recommend that people just do it very gently once or twice a day. But then I'm also giving people lots of other advice as well, because if we've got a lot of stagnant lymph in the face or a lot of inflammation, we want to include that massage with drinking lots of good quality water, making sure we're moving our body as well, because it would be no good just doing our lymphatic drainage on the face and then staying very stagnant in the body all day long. 
to make sure we go to sleep early and wake up early. I include also regular yoga as well. So things like asking people to put their legs up the wall, I think is fantastic for helping the lymphatic system and really helping with our circulation and really being anti-inflammatory. And of course, our diet, which is what you teach about so beautifully, is so, so key as well. But I have come across many people that have autoimmune issues that have used face yoga alongside other techniques to help them on that healing journey. Because like you just said, when you've got an autoimmune issue, often the face is the first place to show it. Yes. Yeah. The face, the mouth, there's so many places that inflammation will arise first and foremost. So that neck area, and if we think about the glands that exist in the neck, is there anything we should be cautious about either for those with thyroid or anybody else for whom facial yoga is contraindicated or does that depend on how we execute so to speak Absolutely. It depends on how we execute. But what I usually recommend anyone that does have a medical condition or a skin condition to just check with their doctor before they do face yoga. And that's really cautionary because in 99% of cases, doctors have come back and they have said, actually, this can be really beneficial for you. But what I recommend is people really listen to the signals that their own body are giving them. Of course, if your doctor doesn't want you to do massage around the neck area or facial exercise, you mustn't do it. But usually there's either some adaptation that you can do or you must really listen to your own face. So, for example, if people have got thyroid issues, I always say, please do check with your doctor and then just work very gently around that area. We don't want to go too deep. We want to do it very gently and we want to really listen to the feedback that our face is giving us. But in many cases, it can be very beneficial in that area. So I want to get more into the how-to a little bit, and I we will definitely link to all your programs, and I'm actually very excited to take your program. It's been on my wish list, so can't wait to dive in there. But I am curious before we get to the how-to about the relaxation that you mentioned as the number four reason, but also connected to the massage. I'm often told by my dentist that I have entrepreneur's jaw. <laughs> 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 There's quite a lot of tightness. I see and- <laughs> that a lot. Yeah, I see that a lot. <laughs> and I'm the same. I'll hold a lot of tension in that area. And you're definitely not alone with that holding tension in the jaw. And I would say that, yes, when we are very busy entrepreneurs or we just have a busy life in general, we can tense the jaw hugely. So learning to not only consciously relax it, but manually relax it is really beneficial. So what I ask people to do is do gentle massage once or twice a day. So for example, two fingers and thumb just pinching down to the muscle working up the jawline. There's a great little acupressure point at the bottom of the ear, just at the top of the jawbone, little indentation there, just pressing in that area and just doing a little bit of massage is wonderful for releasing the jaw tension. But also having that awareness and that mindfulness throughout the day, almost checking in with 
with yourself and saying, am I holding my stress there? Am I holding my emotion there? And if so, just letting it go because it's great to do face yoga sort of 20 minutes or 30 minutes every day. But what we're doing in the other 23 and a half hours throughout the day has a huge, huge impact as well. And we do hold a lot of our emotion in the jaw. So having that awareness of when you tense your jaw as well is are there particular stress triggers that are coming up? Becoming aware of those because we have the power in our mind to be able to consciously relax any part of our body or, of course, parts of our mind as well. So sometimes just consciously saying to yourself, I can let go. It's okay to relax. That in itself can be as beneficial as the more sort of conscious active massage. Mm, I love this so much. And I'm wondering, Danielle, is there like a time of day? Like, what does a practice look like? You've mentioned once a day, twice a day. You've mentioned one minute, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. What does a practice look like ideally to see results? Well, you're spot on with saying all of those different examples, <laughs> because that is exactly what I say to people. I've never been very rigid in telling people you must, for example, only do it in the morning and you must only do 20 minutes a day because that is unrealistic for a lot of people. What I do is I encourage people to make a routine that fits in for them. And some people will actually say, OK, mornings are not my thing. I don't have the time there. But actually in the evenings when I do my skincare routine, I can allow 10 minutes or I can allow 20 minutes other people will say look my morning practice is where I do everything it's going to become part of my morning ritual I can realistically put in 10 minutes per day extra onto my morning routine so okay I'm going to do that and again maybe while they're doing their skincare maybe while they're in the shower you know some people do the hands-free exercises even while they're driving their car so have a think what works for you in both of my books Daniel Collins face yoga and the face yoga journal all the techniques in there are one minute so what I say to people is even if you start with one minute per day that's fantastic and then build it up but the key is doing it regularly it's like with anything it's like with exercise for the body it's like with yoga we know if we do it once we feel better we get that nice circulation boost you know we feel the energy we notice how we're feeling in the lymphatic system everything feels better but we know that how we keep it up is when we get results and that's what I recommend do something every day start small if it's overwhelming to you or if you know actually this is something I want to dedicate myself to if you can do 20 or 30 minutes that would be your absolute ideal and to do that once a day I love this so much and I love thinking about all the different elements that you've designed and put into the practice and Danielle I have one final question for you and I'm not even sure if it's a question as much as a reflection I'm thinking about some of the difference in face yoga versus or maybe not necessarily versus but in comparison to other forms of yoga that allows us to really be hands on with ourselves and this idea of touching and loving on ourselves as a way towards health and healing can you talk more into the benefits of putting our hands on our face of that acupressure and that massage and you know what that lens in terms of its circuitry and oxytocin I'm imagining of loving on ourselves? 
Absolutely. And it's interesting how you talk there about the hormones that it can boost, because in my second book, I actually talked about which face yoga techniques can give us those boosts and why. And you are completely right in saying that touch, touch of any kind can be a huge boost to our oxytocin and many other of what I call the happiness chemicals as well. And there's been many proven studies about the power of touch and the power of self-touch, I think, is very underestimated because as we touch our own faces, it feels hugely nurturing. It feels hugely calming and it just allows our central nervous system to go, oh, it's okay. I'm all right. I'm here. I'm nurtured. I can be present. I can be comforted. And that alone can instantly make us not only feel better, but look better as well. And I've observed many, many times people almost looking instantly younger just from doing five minutes of face yoga. And you'd like to think that it's only because of those mechanical benefits of the circulation or the muscles getting work. But actually, lots of the time, I honestly believe it's they're touching their face and they're letting go they're releasing some tension, they're maybe letting go of stress or emotion that's been stuck in their face for many, many years. And as we do that, our whole face opens up, our breath gets deeper and more relaxed, our posture is improved, we feel more grounded, our mind feels calmer. So, so many deep benefits to that self-touch. So beautiful, Danielle. Thank you so much for the work you do and for sharing all your wisdom with us today. Really incredible. And all I have to say is sign me up. Thank you so much for having me. The 15-Minute Matrix is hosted and produced by me, Andrea Nakayama, and the Functional Nutrition Alliance. The podcast is edited and mixed by Brian Paik of Pacific Audio, and special thanks go out to Alia Hale, Pamela Geismar, Sandra Brower, Evan Hollingsworth, Heidi Kaufman-Lakowitz, and Rowan Bradley for their support making the 15-Minute Matrix possible. You can find episodes on all kinds of topics with more incredible guests at our podcast website, 15minutematrix.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to see the completed functional nutrition matrix that accompanies today's or any episode, be sure to head over to the podcast website. Again, that's 15minutematrix.com. We love when you share our episodes with your friends and colleagues, leave a review and rate the show. That helps us to grow our collective message that functional nutrition is the future of healthcare. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Functional Nutrition Alliance, and you can follow me at Andrea Nakayama. And if you or someone you know is interested in becoming a functional nutrition counselor, head over to fxnutrition.com to learn more about our Full Body Systems program. Full Body Systems is our 10-month immersion course where you'll learn the systems-based approach to addressing the root causes of your clients' issues through client education, diet, and lifestyle modification. Again, you can always learn more at fxnutrition.com.